Hey, what up, everyone's doing well. Welcome to another episode of the Jim W Podcast. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about something a little bit different than what many other episodes I've been talking about. And that's because I've been trying to do something new for this would be the fifth time that I've done it, and that is door dashing. So it's something I've thought about for a while because on the weekends, I would be able to. And with the flexibility of dashing, I thought that would be something that would be nice if it were financially feasible or it made sense from a finance standpoint uh, to be able to do. And so far, it's been pretty good money. The first couple times that I did it, there was a $15 bonus for, they called it a breakfast challenge. Um, If you did five deliveries in a certain amount of time, and it was a very large, like a two and a half hour, three hour span. I think it was from like 6 a.m. to 11. And I started about 8 a.m. both times and had all the orders done within a very quick time because in the area that I live in, in Cincinnati, there's quite a bit of orders. And what I'm finding out through watching other people's YouTube videos and learning the information about what other people do with dashing and what they recommend with it, I'm getting better at being more selective with the orders. So yesterday when I dashed, I actually made in the morning more than I made on either of the individual days that I did the previous week without having a bonus. There wasn't the $15 breakfast bonus today. So I'm getting a lot better at not having to drive as much, which for me, obviously it's not good for the wear and tear, but if it was a large enough order, I would make the drive. But just trying to calculate you know, here's how much this order is going to pay me. Here's how much I have to drive. Is it worth it? And also be able to decide if I want to be pulled away from my home city area a lot for an order that may not be worth a lot. Because that was what was happening at first is I was getting pulled 15, 20 minutes away from my house uh, to do orders, which they weren't all bad. But once you're that far away, once you finish, then you got to drive all the way back. But I'm getting pretty good at selecting the orders, or at least a lot better than I was in the first week. And what that means for myself on the app is that my acceptance rate is like 30%. But there are a lot of orders that I'm learning are really bad to take. Uh, Ones that are like grocery orders, those ones are pretty rough because you don't really get a large amount of money. And often, Um, I had one order that I declined today where it was a $4.50 payout for 10 miles of driving, and it was groceries, which was ridiculous as far as the pay. And I've had one grocery order. So the first time I door dashed, I did two different grocery orders, and they were stacked, so you do them together. And one of the orders ended up tipping the next day. So it it ended up being a pretty decent order, but... Most of them you have to do is you're you're just getting people's groceries so they could have 30, 35 items and you might only get $4 versus the McDonald's order I just did where I was given, I think it was $6. Um, Let me look it up real quick, but uh, maybe it won't because right now I am paused on Dash so it won't actually let me look into the interface. So I won't be able to look, but it was 6 or $7 for like two and a half miles. And I've had two to three orders that were like that today, right in that same frame. I've done two McDonald's orders and a Burger King order, and the restaurants are right next to each other, connected to the same parking lot. I'm actually sitting in the back of the parking lot uh, because it was a little slow for a minute, so I figured I would just pause on Dash 
to record this, but the parking lots are connected and many of the orders have been two and a half miles around and that's really easy. That's really close. I mean, two and a half miles is not far at all. So they're really economical orders and they're pretty easy. I've heard some things that fast food orders aren't good and the first order I did at, at Burger King was pretty slow. And so I actually declined one that was, it was a $7 payout for about five miles of driving, which I was kind of, you know, in between. But then what made the deciding factor is me was when I did the first order at Burger King, the wait was a lot longer than I would have liked, uh, especially because, you know, it was, it's fast food. So <laughs> you expect it to be pretty fast. Uh, McDonald's one have been really good. And what I'm finding is that the morning time, is both good and bad because I had some slow times this morning last or yesterday when I was doing it there wasn't any slow time I had a really good morning it was like $47 in less than two hours Um, so that was really good Uh, it helped with having some good tips and all that stuff but what I'm finding is if it's a little bit slower obviously there's not many orders but the big benefits you have in the morning is that because it's not as generally busy just society wise there is like no traffic when you go to the restaurant there is no one in there, um, so the wait is non-existent when you you know pop in and get it, and that's why I was kind of annoyed with the Burger King. Is you know there's no one there until I was waiting for five minutes, and then someone pulled up behind me in the drive-through. But there's not anything going on, and so it should be a little faster. And I understand that you know they have to prepare food and stuff like that, so it's not it's not the end of the world. But if I'm going to accept an order that's kind of you know not sure if it's worth it money driving wise then that's going to push me just to skip that one but i've been skipping a lot because there are some that have a decent payout but then you have to drive a lot and what i try to look for is uh, about two dollars a mile if i can manage it and those seem to be the really good ones and like the one where i had a seven dollar payout for two two and a half miles driving that's even uh, right above that mark or right around that mark i just yeah because two and a half would be five so it's a little bit above um, that. So that's a really good payout with that. So I just look to kind of double the the cost for the mileage that I have to do. And there tends to be eventually an order that's like that. And um, if any of the distances, because when I did it the first time, some of the distances were kind of close to the mileage and I would drive too much or too far. So I'm getting better at that, like I said, and it will be something uh, my school will start back in person because we went back to being distance for a while and then they decided that we're going to go back in person on the first, which is good. Uh, I'm looking forward to being back in kind of that routine. It's going to be weird because it's like the beginning of a new school year and it's February already. So it's already kind of like halfway through over and we spent probably over half the school year in a distance setting, uh, although there was that span when we were in school for a while. Um, it's uh it's weird but what's been nice is that you can schedule yourself with the DoorDash. I've heard that Uber Eats could be pretty decent as well. I haven't looked into that cuz I've had pretty good success with DoorDash so far and there's not really a reason for me to switch from there or to use both really as of now. Uh, if I find that there are really big lulls in the morning when I want to dash then maybe but it seems like there are a good amount of orders there's just a good amount of orders that aren't ones that make sense for me financially as far as the drive and the cost and um, what I'm finding too is that if you accept really small orders they never tip and and that makes sense because that's they show you the the total and you tip before you uh, or as you do your order so you know if there's a three dollar order there isn't a tip and that was something I didn't really realize at first because 
I've used DoorDash myself probably like two times in my life. Um, and I didn't really remember how that process worked, but that's something you learn really quickly when you're using the app or using the website or their app or whatever. But I kind of enjoy it. It's a really easy thing. I've been listening to podcasts, so I'm all caught up on all the podcasts I wanted to listen to. And like now I could take a break if it's a little slow and do other stuff like record a podcast like I'm doing now or watch a YouTube video or just sit for a little bit. Or I could just go home if I wanted to. Uh, But it's kind of nice because I don't have to be at a place at a certain time and I can do it when I want. And there are different bonuses for different times, which... I haven't taken advantage of too much. Um, I try to do a little bit around the lunchtime, but what I'm finding is when there are the bonuses, obviously it's going to be busier, so you're going to get more orders, or at least you'll have more orders to choose from. But there's going to be just more people out. And when I was doing it a little bit yesterday, McDonald's was packed around lunchtime, which makes sense uh, because it was like 1 o'clock or whatever. And the order financially was a really good one. It was like a $6 order for about two miles of driving, but I had to wait so long to pick up the order. So it was something that I was like, yeah, like you get an extra bonus for that time. And it was a really short drive, but you have to wait so long that it almost makes it not worth it to do. So it's something to keep in mind for myself is if I do those other times to figure out maybe McDonald's would not be a good place to pick up from if it's a hyper busy place uh, to do. And if they, they weren't even running slow, I would say there was just so much like the, the drive through line was full and the lobby was full. So it was just a really busy place. But there are some places that you find that are better than others as far as how quickly you can get, like I mentioned, the, the Burger King this morning. So it's stuff you learn. You also learn how or where to go for the pickup so you can do it a little bit more efficiently. And now that I'm driving around the city that I live in, you learn kind of the nooks and crannies a little bit more and what makes things faster or slower if you're going to different neighborhoods and stuff like that. And that's what's nice about doing these shorter ones around where I live is you kind of see the same areas over and over, which makes you be able to go a little bit more efficiently. When I was going a little bit further with my drives, you're driving or driving through places that were unfamiliar, so it made it a little bit more difficult at times. And... um yeah, just staying closer to home is usually better because if I wanted to stop right now, it only would take me less than five minutes to get home, which is nice. So it's not really like I'm in the middle of a place I'm not familiar with, which is good. But it's something, so right now I've made, um, no, I can't remember, but it it's over $200 and it's averaged out because you can write off your taxes for gas that you spend or the miles you drive, I should say. Um, not the gas. You can either write off your car expenses, so you could write off gas and oil changes and stuff, or you can write off the miles you drive. And everywhere that I've read said the miles is usually better to do. And so far it's been pretty good. I think I would probably get about $55 that I'd be able to write off. So you can add that into your potential income. And so I've made about, on average, uh, before today, obviously today would be added in, about $30 an hour. And that's not accounting for the taxes. So you could obviously knock off some of that from the taxes. And even if you said, you know, $10 of that per hour is taxes uh, down to, you know, $20 an hour, it's pretty good for the flexibility that you get with a thing like this. Now, the big drawback is time like now, if there are not orders coming through, then you're kind of in a weird spot if you'd want to stop and 
do something else or come back. And uh, what I found the last time, so I had, I did a McDonald's order and then I declined several and then there was this lull. So I listened to a YouTube video, put myself on pause. And when I unpaused, there's like five or six orders that came through right away where I declined a couple and then did the McDonald's one again. Or uh, no, I did the Burger King one and then the McDonald's one came through right after that one. So um, if I go really early, like I started about 7 a.m. or a little bit after 7, there may not be a lot, especially on like a Sunday morning like I'm doing it now. But as you get later in the morning, I would guess as more people get up, they're going to order more food, which makes sense why, you know, taking a little break at 730 isn't the big as big of a deal as it would be at other times because there's not like I'm missing out on any surge pay which is like the bonuses for um, extra or when there's a lot of orders and stuff. So I don't know. It's something that I wanted to try and I've been trying and I actually really enjoy. And as far as something to do in the summer when I'm not teaching, it could be something where I could do not necessarily full time, but do it a lot more and probably do it at least every morning. Because what I'm finding is I really enjoy the morning time because I like being up or at least having a reason to be up because it forces me to go to bed at a better time so I can get better, uh, just a better routine as far as sleeping and getting up. And then I just feel like I've done something productive because I've gotten up, did some work, and then I can do you know other stuff throughout the day. And if I want to do more driving later, then I can always do that. I don't know the cost to my car as far as the wear and the tear. I do know I need to get tires at some point soon. Um, because they are getting um, relatively worn down. When I got my oil, oil change relatively recently, uh, my friend recommended that I look into getting some tires. So I need to do that at some point. I'm just being mostly lazy about it. Thankfully, uh, my driving is really good. So I have brakes that I've had for almost a year now with all this quarantine stuff that happened. You know, they weren't. My car wasn't being used hardly at all. And now that I am driving it, they might get worn down a little bit. But I've driven so far past the recommended amount of miles and my friend will it's not like I'm being stubborn or anything they're you know not screaming when I break or whatever I just don't break very hard or very often I guess and so I don't wear them down too much and so I've been able to not have to replace them so they've been sitting in my trunk for a while because uh, the last time I was up home for my dad to uh, change them he says like they're not even worn <laughs> your brakes aren't even worn down at all i thought i was in trouble because he came in to show me them and was like i don't even know what you're doing in your car but you're not brake, <laughs> you're not using your brakes uh but i just don't drive very aggressively or uh i don't know i just don't swerve in and out of traffic and i don't do anything particularly un intentional about the braking i just don't like smash down on them i guess or like brake very aggressively um I don't know. I guess I just happen to be a pretty patient driver most of the time, or at least uh, cognizant of what I'm doing. But with that being said, that's what I wanted to talk about in this podcast. In the next episode, I want to be, or I'm going to be talking about some of the accelerometer training applications that I've been doing based on a book I've been reading. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. I may end up recording that today. Uh, if I take another break from dashing in a little bit, because I'm going to dash for a couple more hours if I'm able to, or if I don't have to go to the bathroom, which might be something that happens. But um, yeah, that's really about it. So hopefully you enjoyed this little bit of a different podcast about something I'm trying, and I'll talk to you all in the next episode.